0: what will you learn today what's the power of a watch we're talking watches presidents and your personal brand on today's money with friends featuring the author of the soulful art of persuasion jason harris welcome back to the money with friends podcast coming to you live from my mom's half-finished basement in texarkana texas i'm joe saul Cihai. And you are
1: Jason Harris (laughs) coming to us from I'm a slow Jason Harris (laughs) coming to you from my empty office in Soho. New York, New
0: York. There it is. This is the show where we cover recent stories ripped from the financial press. Today we have an interesting feature from the New York Times. Not only do we read through them like some podcasts, but we're going to dive into how they affect your wallet and what you can do to invest, save, or pay down debt more effectively. And if that's not the case, if that's not enough, Jason and I are going to share a big idea at the end of today's show you can take with you to be better with money the rest of your day and all in usually less than 20 minutes. Jason Harris, we didn't scare him away the first time he was here. He's back for more, um, and we're recording this just after election results. Um, so Gregory hanging out with us, Jason, stress-eating pizza for breakfast. You stress-eating this morning?
1: Uh, I have not had any food yet this morning because I drank so much whiskey last night, and I do not <laughs> drink during the week. That is like a golden rule. But I, I just started uh, putting those ice cubes and drinking some, uh, some whiskey, so now I am in recovery mode. And, uh, I will be eating later in the day. I think that's,
0: um, I think so, that's yeah, well, three well, quarters. No, the, your, yeah, go ahead. Three quarters of the country. I think it was a big night for Anheuser-Busch. I think it was a big night for Aviator.
1: <laughs> yes. We do. Um, one of our clients is Jose Cuervo. Oh yeah. And they're having the best year they've, they've had. They literally can't make tequila fast enough. Uh, because, uh, you know, when, when, when you're, when you're shut in, People tend to drink and uh, I, don't, I, I can't imagine how much tequila was consumed last night. So,
0: so, well, yeah, I mean, and, and even before that, just selling it to parents because they, uh, they, they, they are trying to be teacher, employee, uh, run a business, whatever it might be, all at the same time at the end of the night, I can imagine.
1: So yeah, anyway, uh, long night, long week ahead. We were talking about this. It, it doesn't seem like we're gonna know do you think when this comes out, we will know who the president is and this will be an old story? Or do you think, uh, man, still-
0: I, man, I hope so, but that's only 24 hours away. And I have, I
1: have this feeling. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen.
0: I don't think so either, but I do think that we've got a great story about personal branding, about the power of a watch. Uh, let's, uh, let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick this off. This is Bethany from the Money Mill House. The money talking party starts now. It's time for Money with Friends. All right, today's uh, piece, as I mentioned earlier, comes to us from the New York Times and it's the Allure of the President's Watch. And uh, it's a great piece written by Penelope Colston. And just to to give people an idea of what Jason and I are going to talk about, a guy named, and I'm going to slaughter this name, uh, uh, Keo uh, Pianin, was bewitched by a watch, Penelope writes, so much so that his life became deeply intertwined with the Volcane Cricket, a Swiss, Timepiece known as the first mass-produced mechanical watch to successfully mm-hmm. incorporate an alarm, but there was another part of the watch's past that attracted Mister. Pan even more. Released in 1947, it's been presented to many American leaders, earning it the nickname "the President's Watch." In fact, as we record this, this is why I thought this was a good piece for today because what what's happened is this Mister. Pan, uh, his his dad ran a jewelry shop, and he fell in love with his these volcano watches and he's taken these watches and he's presented them to different uh, presidents in fact nearly every president and presidents not only like them but they they consistently wear them uh, Harry Truman was the first president to own one uh, uh, I believe Dwight Eisenhower when they started talking about raising tariffs on watches he liked his so much he decided that that raising tariffs on watches wasn't a good idea uh and and uh nixon has one did trump does have one
1: yeah it's uh from truman to trump
0: and 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 nixon loved his so much that when he sent it back he sent it with a note uh to have it repaired about how great it was and he couldn't wait to get him back and by the way these watches range anywhere from five thousand dollars to fifty two thousand dollars um and and I think there are a lot of stories here as we record this, Jason, the day after the election, the, the, the biggest story to me, though, is the power of handing somebody a gift and how much this gift of a watch is appreciated by all these presidents. And and by the way, the branding then that this watch got because it's been affiliated with presidents, like presidents not only love the watch, they spoke openly about the watch. They, uh, uh, one president gave 200 of his friends watches, bought 200 more of them. Like it sold more product, people saw it even more. And this watch got a reputation just because one guy gave it as a gift to the right person.
1: Yes, I, I mean, there's so many stories in this in this piece. Um, the, so I guess the, the thing that jumps out at me is uh, by naming it the president's watch, right? Like having that sort of uh, brand around it, it's almost the tagline for the watch, made the watch skyrocket and sell more and go up in value. So it's kind of the power of the branding. There's the power of the gift, like you said, And then the other thing that stood out to me as as a business owner when I started my company is we would do uh, free work for brands. And so in this case, the brand is the president. Uh, The work is giving a watch that you could sell, but giving it away. We would give away services. We would do free work for Microsoft, uh, for uh, Sony. So for different companies, we would pitch them ideas. Then we would say, we'll take care of it and produce it ourselves in order to build a case study and real and build our brand off of their brand and that's really the the case here that's the, that's the parallel i drew is to in order to to you know make this shop famous make this watch as a gift from the president you know, the president's watch they would gift it and they wouldn't worry about making the the 5 to 50 grand
0: right the- They're playing for a much bigger, you're, you're playing at that game at a much bigger level than, than, than whatever amount of money Microsoft will give you for the free work that you do.
1: Exactly. Right. And so it's, I think the, the shop owner really, um, employed a lot of great principles, you know, branding the power of handing someone a gift the, the, the power of, uh, of, of giving in order to receive. Um, and, and I think, you know, that's what made it really successful, which, which was highlighted here. Well,
0: and this is interesting to me also, Jason, because that's a powerful thing for business owners, what you're talking about, but a lot of our, a lot of our fans don't own a business. And yet I was in a forum the other day and somebody said, Hey, I'm trying to start buying real estate, right? Should I give my realtor a gift? And by and large, people in the in the um, in this forum said, "Hell no! You're giving them a commission. You're giving them this big commission." And I wrote something a little snarky. I have to admit I was not in the best mood. I said, yeah, why the hell wouldn't you want to build a personal relationship that could blossom into something better by treating somebody like a human being that you respect and want to do more business with? Yeah. Like the commission is what they get for doing their work, but, but the commission doesn't build a connection between people, the watch in this case, or the gift to the realtor builds a connection that, that, that helps you work together with your team.
1: That's right. And then that, that, That will always come back in spades if it's a relationship that you want to build. Um, I believe, you know, one of the principles I talk about in the book is generosity. And and a key principle of generosity is giving things away. And in this conversation, giving things away can be information, connections, uh, references, resources, uh, compliments. In this case, we're talking about stuff. And I think there is a power in I can't tell you how many things a week I will send out with a handwritten note of of you know if I pitch if I pitch today I'm pitching today a fast food company and we lose I will give the consultant on the pitch I will give the clients I will send them something with a note thanks for inviting us in it'll it'll log in their brain it, they'll remember that gesture that simple gesture even though I'll be upset and and chip. sore that we didn't win it I'm trying to play the long game and the power of handwritten notes and gifting will always come back to you in spades and if they're unhappy with their company that they chose they'll remember us and they'll they'll give us a call back i've seen that work time and time again so you know it is powerful
0: I was actually going to ask you about that Jason because a piece of the story we haven't talked about yet is mr. Pian, the guy that gave these watches away uh, he now has this collection of handwritten thank you notes from all these different presidents and and they showed them in the piece we don't see anymore Jason we don't see handwritten notes anymore uh, how how impactful do you think the value is of sending the handwritten note today, or is an email good enough? We lost Jason just briefly while we have a second. Uh, on stacking Benjamins next Tuesday, and I know for some of you, I keep hammering this. I apologize. For other people, you may not hear about, you may not have heard about it. We're doing this big live event. Vicky Robin, who a lot of people think of as the woman really behind the fire movement, Pete, uh, Mister Money Mustache, uh, uh, talks about Vicky all the time, and really his philosophy is very comes very much from Vicky. Um, So if you're interested at, at all in a philosophical approach to money and you haven't read your money or your life, Shame on you. Just a fantastic book uh, philosophically about money. We call it The Stack, and uh, that's because it's a three-ring circus. So we have three different stories, not just one. We also have Michael Santos uh, in our Stacking Benjamins basement Facebook group. You'll see um, a video of Michael Santos' story. That will be a great nine minutes. The people that make those videos we've had on the show before, they're largely from DreamWorks and from film companies. They are absolutely fantastic. So head to stackybenjamins.com forward slash stack. Oh, and also Dan Chan, who is a fantastic magician. Look up Dan Chan magic, and you'll see his sleight of hand. And he has an interesting story. We're going to kick off the show with him. He has a, he, he was doing magic shows for some of the biggest companies and, um, doing some phenomenal shows on the street. And of course, because of COVID he wasn't able to do that. He hasn't been able to do that lately. And he had to have a big pivot in his life. Like a lot of people do. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's super, super interesting. Stacking forward slash stack to see more about it and to, to sign up. She is the OG, Mike. She totally is, is the OG. All right, we're getting Jason back here. So I asked you about the power of a handwritten note. Is a, note. is a handwritten note worth the time like these presidents gave back to the guy with the watch? Or in today's, you know, is an email, thank you, fine.
1: I always go, well, okay, it depends, right? So we all have limited time in our lives and we can't be doing handwritten notes every time we pop the thought pops into our head. Uh, so emails can suffice. I do, I do, I like to have, um, sort of things that I uh, consistently do that I know I'm going to do. For example, uh, we have 200 employees here and not obviously people don't own businesses, but you can do this if you're working somewhere. This is like an easy thing to do that will make a good a good impact. It will be very persuasive um, for you in, in any line of work. But I do um, handwritten birthday notes to every employee. So I have a spreadsheet. I get a stack of cards at the beginning of the year. I just do, you know, when it pops up that date, you, it, it takes about, you know, 30 seconds to write a birthday card to someone. They're pre-stamped, I set it all up. And then someone at the company gets a handwritten note you know, from the CEO, and you can do that at any level in any company uh, to people to your coworkers. That is an example of not having to think. It takes the guesswork out of should this be a handwritten note, should it be an email. Just come up with a tradition like that that you do um, reflexively, and it goes a long way. I can't tell you how many how many texts I get and how many you know, positive, the positive impact that that good, 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 goodwill gesture does that takes about 30 seconds.
0: Well, and I love the fact that, you know, the other thing I like about that, Jason, is that you batch it, right? I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic gesture and yet, and yet anybody could sit down on January 1st, write them out for the entire year ahead of time, and then just pop them in the mail or whatever on the day that they need to go out.
1: That's right. 200 and 200 would probably take you a, a day to get through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's I mean, a day, a day, a day of work for a year of uh, goodwill. Returns.
0: Right? Absolutely.
1: Re- year of returns.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hey, in just a second, Jason and I are going to have our takeaways from today's piece about presidents and, and watches the day after the election. Uh, but Should first, it also be about microphones or <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> our technology, our
1: IT takeaway. Maybe it was IT takeaway from
0: the day. People hearing the end of this don't know that we took a break in the middle of this because uh, Jason's uh, microphone decided it wasn't going to work anymore. But but first, want to say a big thanks to everybody who's used our link when they've gone to Tiller Money to check it out. Tiller is what I use to manage my money uh, because of the fact that it's a spreadsheet. I'm not really a spreadsheet geek. I'm definitely a money geek, but not a Spreadsheet geek, what I like about it might be different than what you like about it. I like the fact that I can dumb it down, and because it's a spreadsheet, I can get rid of all of the the charts and graphs that I don't use and make it very simple so I can look at my money simply. However, if you like a line by line budget, you want more. You can add stuff in. So Tiller Money automates your Google Sheet or Microsoft Excel, so you have a, a clear view of your finances with everything in one place. For a free 30 day trial and to check it out and see. How how it works, head to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for money with friends. Jason, what's our takeaway from this piece about, uh, watches and, and, uh, maybe not microphones, but, um, watches and thank you (laughs) notes and all that.
1: You know, I would classify the takeaway of this podcast as I would just say, give it away. It's about the power of, of generosity, but not blind generosity. It's sort of uh, focused and targeted generosity, in this case, in the stories case, because it created a brand and it created um, a, a very successful store. Because uh, the idea was to give these these expensive watches to every president, starting with with Reagan, well, or with Truman, actually. So, uh, to me, it's it's I would classify it as the power of generosity.
0: Yeah I think I, I, I totally agree with that because mine was actually the power of relationships and thinking about the, the the relationships I think a lot of times especially money geeks we think about the bottom line we don't think about about the power of not just, not just building relationships so that the people around you are empowered, but also Jason, I think that we think too about how much we don't think enough about how much more fun it is to have people around us that feel empowered and enjoy uh, the journey as much as we do.
1: That's right. I love that takeaway. I uh, relate. I mean, relationships. Yeah. Relationships are kind of, uh all, all we have. Right. And, and this is a podcast about financials, but good relationships Will create financial success.
0: Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Hey, I heard a rumor that you might have a book out that kind of uh, talks about this, about maybe b- being able to persuade people a little bit.
1: <laughs> I do, I do have a book. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up, Joe. It is called the Soulful Art of Persuasion, and uh, you can get it on on Amazon. You can find it at thesoulfulart.com, uh, which is my website. But it it really is about um, how to, how to be a more soulful persuader for sustained business success.
0: What I love about it, by the way, isn't just some huge takeaways and ahas in the book, but it also, and I think you'd expect this from Jason, it's, it's a damn good looking book. Like it is well put together. Like you guys spend a lot of time putting the graphics together and the package so that it, it even looks well, we can see it right behind you on the shelf there. It just, it's, it, it looks, it looks, yeah it, yeah, it looks great on your shelf.
1: Little known fact, Joe, uh, my company actually, uh, some volunteers for my company, we actually did the, uh, whatever your politics are, we did the Biden logo.
0: That's that is that is pretty distinctive. It's funny, there was actually a 99% visible, and we're gonna have Roman Mars on Stacking Benjamins talking about the people that make different logos and about how logos make that's a, that's a whole nother episode, my friend, because I know that what goes into that logo, and I'm sure there was a lot of thought put into the E going across, um, like how, how, yeah,
1: that's uh, there. Yeah, it looks unplanned, but there's actually science and research behind it. (laughs)
0: That's crazy. Uh, Jason comes back with us tomorrow. We're talking about a piece about the Etsy CEO talking about now. Now of all times is a good time to do marketing, and he's got uh, some great points here. So Jason and I back tomorrow here at Money with Friends. Bye-bye.